This is the EVP Podcast. Guess what, everybody? It's the EVP Podcast, and we're back with another episode with Ghosty. I'm Beaker. And I'm Philly. What's up, Philly? What's up, Philly? man? What's going on? What are you, a cheesesteak today? Well, he's, I, a, he's I, an I, alias. That, that, that's always, that's usually what I go by. Unlike, uh, not my professional name, I guess you could say. Pull the, pull the mic up. Yeah, uh, sorry, is that better? Right? Yeah, I love that. Talk, yeah, yeah, talk yeah. at the mic. I'm going to start calling I, you Philly I don't at work. Know talk to the mic or to the camera, you know, still getting used to this. Do thing both right at the same time. Look All lovingly right. into the camera. As, as you, you talk into the microphone. As you eat the microphone. G- gaze right into it. There you go. All right. Perfect. Uh, nice. No, uh, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, awesome. Oh, yeah, he's back. He's been here before. Uh huh. Dun dun dun. Nice. And uh, real quick before we get into the episode, we ended up getting a, a pretty cool email the other day. Yeah, we should respond to it. Yes, we will. <laughs> but we'll respond as a team. <laughs> Just kidding. We ended up getting an email about our one of our first... Episode like, 29, I think 29, it was. 29, yeah. Uh, it was Lee, Lee Sober, Sober Shapiro. Shapiro. Jinx. Oh, I lose. Yeah. I already bought you a Coke. You did. That's I, I don't got to pay you back <laughs> now. <laughs> so anyways, that was pretty dope. She, A family member of Lee Sober Shapiro Should emailed us. I'll pull it up real quick. Okay. You keep talking about it. So yeah, somebody had uh, told her about our episode, and so she listened to it and reached out. Because good thing we tell our uh, listeners our email address every episode. Yes, I do. Yeah. We do. Not, we do. Not we, you. I'm glad you us. do. <laughs> we do. We do. Us. It's a group effort. <laughs> you right. remind me to remind myself. Um, so I'm not going to say her name, but she did say, hello, I was just told of your podcast on the death of Lee Sober Shapiro and her interest in spiritual experiments. Listening was very interesting. As a family member, we heard various stories about her life and death. It was said that when she died, her coloring had changed and her face looked gray with an almost blackish tint. Some family members have wondered if she was poisoned and believed that she was. Uh, There was no autopsy as her father was religious and did not want it. Uh, She had a very spiritually directed life while in Baltimore. And uh, she went on to thank us for posting the episode. Pretty cool. Thank you for responding to that. And uh, if you guys haven't heard that episode yet, check it out and you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I've... we. Did a lot of research or tried to do as much research for that episode as we could. And the problem is, is there's not a lot out there. And I don't know of any other podcast really that have done episodes on Lee Sober Shapiro. EVP exclusive. Yes. <laughs> we stole the idea from uh, our best friend, Zach Bagans. <laughs> uh, it was an alarm. No, I was fog warning. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the sound of the ambulance coming to take him away because uh, he stole his heart all right uh, all right well this this week we are going to talk about psychedelics and the spirituality and combining the two together yes so i'm excited can you hear it in my voice because you're, <laughs> i think you're scared and well i might be fascinated you will be after this. <laughs> like how we work that in every episode. I heard you see dead people. Yeah. I, sort of. Okay. What, sort of. Have you ever seen dead people on weed? God. You in here because of marijuana? Boo this man. Boo. That's oh, uh, good. Good movie. Good movie. So, guys. What are your thoughts about psychedelics 
and tapping into the spirit world or your higher self. Their thing. First off, we should establish what psychedelics are for those people that don't know, kind of like myself. So uh, I guess you could you can consider the psychedelics. Talking be, to the mic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so psychedelic, uh, there's actually something going on with psych- psychedelic therapy right now, right? And it it's uh, proposed that they use uh, psychedelic drugs such as uh, psilocybin, which is uh, mushrooms, and then they're also using MDMA, LSD, uh, ayahuasca for treatment of mental disorders, right? Uh, we're talking about schizophrenia. We're talking about uh, deep depression, stuff that people are taking drugs that could kill them right uh they're taking natural remedies which are usually you know having uh, astonishing results we're talking about medical uh medical journals that are releasing tons and tons of research coming f- across you know uh, personally i had uh my my stepson went through recovery and he used you know it, it helped out a lot during the recovery of of a lot of the opiate a lot of the opiate recovery people you know and i'm a real big advocate for uh, opium recovery and all that stuff so so let's the word psychedelic we just found this out just a, like minutes ago for me anyways means mind men or mind oh shit mind something wasn't it mind al- mind altering mind mind openness or mind awareness mind or something making or mind we don't know shit it was if only we had a way to look it up if only there was some <laughs> so, kind of thing i could talk to and give me answers to everything I, hey, well sir, while you do that uh, <laughs> so from my very limited understanding with something like lsd for example that was accidentally created in a lab in like the 50s and uh by a gentleman named timothy leary i believe and they were actually doing a lot of experiments in the 50s and 60s using lsd to kind of cured some of these things that you were just talking about some of these like addictions uh like alcoholism for example and it got to the point and it, from what it seemed like to me just kind of like an outsider's opinion because i've not really done any research on psychedelics in 1970 or something or other uh, president richard nixon kind of put it on the controlled substance list and said it would had no medical benefits and banned the use of lsd and it almost seemed like it's one of those things where it's kind of like marijuana, in my opinion, where the government couldn't get a control on it. They, they, the government's not making money on it, so they shut it down. But apparently, there was in the limited time that he had to do the research on this, uh, it was very helpful for some people in, in their controlled studies. I think it just was mind mending, is all it was. Mind mending. So, let me back to what you were talking about. Um, what was it you were talking about? So no. mind mending. Psychedelic <laughs> means mind mending, and uh, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Because you aren't mending your mind. I probably should do some psychedelics then. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, um, I think that it really does have some sort of um, healing property. Like we were we were we were doing a little research before this this thing started, right? And they were talking about how you can literally go into your own into your own being, right, and fight off fight off this kind of what we was talking about fighting off cancer cancer yeah he said so there was a patient he was working with uh was it lsd that they took or i can't remember they took a psychedelic i I, mushrooms was it mushrooms yeah Yeah. so they took the psychedelic and he said that the person was basically like scanning their body on the psychedelic and they were able to kind of like find the cancer and they said there was a very timid mild-mannered lady that wasn't very loud and all of a sudden just yelled fuck you get out of my body she looked at this black and mass they yeah they said shortly after like the black mass disappeared so apparently she was able to use this psychedelic to cure her cancer or like f- even find where it was in her too right. like 
yeah, identify it and fight and fight it off, right? And I think uh, I don't. I, I honestly think that you don't necessarily need to go as far as psych- psychedelic. I think even just like meditation and stuff like that has some sort of healing power as far as like finding being able to find your inner self. And I think that's really what it's more about. Is yeah, being able to to find your inner self and really. Um, a, exalt everything that's holding you back right and that's making you become a a victim or a slave to whatever that it may be you know so thoughts more on uh like interacting with the spirit world when it comes to psychedelics so i i I have you guys i think the i think the 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 realm i think the, the, the that would the whole thing is the the realm is is more you make yourself more available right you you're more in tune with your environment i don't think it would be more that you're able to like we were just joking around that you oh you see ghosts and this and that and i wouldn't i wouldn't say as far as that i i, I, I guess you know so well, i i'm gonna agree with you on the part where yeah you're making yourself more available and it could be a good thing it could be a bad thing because if you in, in my opinion because i've never done any of this stuff before um you take some sort of psychedelic you're not completely in control i, I would assume and you're opening yourself up to a possible positive experience, but you could also invite something negative in that you don't want to be there. Like, I wouldn't suggest going ghost hunting on shrooms. <laughs> like, no, not at all. I, 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 yeah. I think I if think it's in, be... in a controlled, like, safe space, maybe, but... I wouldn't I mean, say I'd... as much as, like, ghost hunting as more of, like, opening yourself up to uh, meditation and trying to contact uh, more mentally than than using machines and objects to to contact more of a mental state and getting there throughout you know spiritually i would would agree to a certain extent because like some of the videos that we were watching um they talk about how when they do these studies using psychedelics there's like two psychiatrists there and they walk the person through like what the process is going to be like. It's in a controlled, safe setting where you're not just at home by yourself. That's never done it before. And you're like, I'm going to drop shrooms and yeah. and just see what in, happens in like, a recreational state. Right. Yeah. And you're, and you're just uh, shooting, shooting from the hip. Right. Of course it, it would, it would have to be in, under medical, under me- medical supervision in order for it to actually have some kind of therapeutic uh, uh, effect or advantage. Right. But as far as like, Tuning into the spiritual world, I think it's more of, I, I think you'd probably just be tuning in more into your inner self because it's just a moment of growth at that point. So let know? me tell you some experience. I'm going to throw, uh, I'm going to say it's myself hypothetically, so I'm just going to say it's me every yeah. time I tell a story. <laughs> okay, let's talk about you. <laughs> so I, I was uh, going to meditate this one day, and I was going to uh, use some psychedelics while I meditate to see what that would bring out in my meditation and I was using a DMT and so doing the DMT I didn't do like a full send I just did a small amount put myself into a meditation and pretty soon went into a meditation and was confronted with myself I'm sitting there looking at another me like I'm looking in a mirror but the other me is talking to me and it's telling me like you don't even know how strong you are yet like there's so much you can do and i'm like what are you talking about and the other me is like you can even feel pain without having any pain i'm like what then all of a sudden i'm out of my meditation and my mouth just hurts like i bit something in my mouth 
and I'm looking, I'm trying to feel around for it and I can't find it and the pain's gone. And I'm just like, that was a trip. So you, 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 what you did is you transcended, right? Like you like just med just and in, in just bare meditation you can you're able to do that to be able to detach yourself like it's ha like it's 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 almost a scary feeling at that moment where like where that happens and yeah I'm like that's not you that's well, not you and you know and I I'm like if that's you touch your face and I just remember reaching <laughs> over reaching over and slapping my face like this and just sliding my hand down my face and I was like oh my god that's you you know like but then just right back in you know but of course uh, it th that's uh, that was when I was doing a lot of yoga. Like uh, at one point, I was having I had this thing talking about how I was gonna start Fat Boy Yoga, right? We <laughs> <laughs> were gonna start a YouTube page called Fat Boy Yoga, and uh, like you know, we were gonna do little like keto recipes and stuff like that. But then it kind of it kind of fell through because I was I was I, I was enjoying meditation for a minute, but then like uh, things started getting a little too like I started getting a little too comfortable or not like things started. You were farting. Like, no, well, no, it wasn't even, I was farting. It was more like, I was, like, stuff like that. Like, I was, like, sleeping out of my body, and I was just kind of, like, I was, like, and think, like, I'd go on little adventures and stuff, and sometimes, but then sometimes I'd stick around still, you know, and I'd be like, well, what the hell's going on, you know? And, yeah, I didn't like that, you know? It, like, you, it, it, it was almost like you were stuck in the in-between, but you, since you were in, in a deep meditation, you, you, you just stopped breathing in that state, and you're able to get yourself back out, right? But, um but as far as the as far as the psychedelics and all that other stuff, I think that it's 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 more uh, right now as as far as what they're using them for medically and all that stuff. It's more of trying to get people out of like some serious serious deep like serious deep issues that they're just trying to work out through. You know, especially when it comes to like um, addiction, right? Addictions one of those things that it's it's a taboo out there that a lot of people are like, you know, well, it's. Uh, it, it, it's a it's a personal issue it's this and that and it's not really looked at as a mental issue but really it it could be cured with with stuff like that well know? yeah so sometimes doing them they're doing the research to find out that it's you know it can do like a mental reset sometimes and kind of put you in a different mind state uh you know chemically or you know wavelength wise and well, we we all we all function on a, on a wave on a, like you say like on wavelength right and imagine the wavelength that you're on and then you're able to expand your bandwidth so right? while we're talking about that subject then on the let me tell you about this other situation where I did the meditation <laughs> and the DMT was involved just a small amount and I think the the first one I mentioned was actually the second time the first one this was the first one and I get there and it's more like you know I'm just kind of like a pair of floating eyeballs going around looking at everything and there's a bunch of pedestals and things sitting on the pedestal each pedestal and I'm moving around and looking at everything and this voice is telling me everything is moving even when it's not moving and then I focus in on things and I see how the vibration and like the fractals it's everything's made up of everything and I'm like holy shit you're right and like I kind of come out slowly and I'm just like kind of Confucius shit was that that was dope that, that's interesting <laughs> that you say that because like even like uh, we, we as uh, in our physical reality right we 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 tend to th see things like you're this desk right as a solid thing as a solid like to us it's a solid thing it doesn't seem like it's animated animated or alive in any, any it's means. moving but you break it down to like the, you say the fractals or the molecular uh, sector they're moving so fast that to us it seems solid but there's really a whole nother we can go world. through it yeah there's a whole nother world there right i don't know like you know what i'm saying like it, it's keep pushing yeah 
Nope, nope, <laughs> yeah. nope, I'm not going through Fast. it. You got to vibrate faster. <laughs> You're not moving your finger fast Vibrate enough, on yeah. a higher level, please. No, but, but that, that's crazy that you say that because, uh, like, I, I do believe, like, that uh, even solid things and inanimate things are actually, like, still ha- hold some sort of energy, right? They probably hold more Well, that I'll agree with so. you on. Yeah. Because crystals, like, I use crystals when I do energy work, and they hold a ton of energy. And they also have the ability to clean, right? Yes. So not all of them. Some of them do. Yeah. But, but depends yeah. on what you mean. Like, there's some crystals that clean other crystals. There's some crystals that you can use to, like, cleanse yourself. So I wish these crystals would clean. This floor is a mess over here. <laughs> hey, Crystal, get over here and start cleaning. I will, I will find someone named Crystal to come clean your house for you. I want crystal maids. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, doing a little research into this, you know, um, I, I spoke to a few people, and um, I just wanted to get their experience on what, what they what, – what, well, you know their 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 version of what happened with them doing psychedelics, right? And we'll take uh, subject X for instance, right? Subject X said that um, let's name him Pay. 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 All right, Mr. Pay. So Mr. Pay said uh, Philly he, and Pay was out. Hey? <laughs> no, yeah, no. Pay was just telling me that he was he. You know he uh, he woke up. It was a Sunday, and he had just had a nice long a nice weekend with his hippie girl you know and his friends were always giving him crap because the gal had freaking armpit hair you know and she was like straight she was she was straight all about her you know she was all about nature and stuff and she asked him when they woke up that next day you know she's like what what are you gonna do today and he's just like oh he's like no i don't got nothing planned you know just probably do some laundry and stuff get ready for work tomorrow she's like all right well we're gonna eat some mushrooms today and we're gonna go for a hike you know and he's like I, he's like i had done you know mushrooms when i was a kid and we you know we laughed and all this other stuff i remember laughing so hard that my freaking stomach hurt the next day my, my face hurt from smiling so much he's like but this was different he's like we you know we went and ate some mushrooms went on the foot went on a hike you know and as we're going up the hike we get up across this meadow and these things start kicking in and i could he said I could see, I could feel the ground like breathing and he's like and it was weird because he's he said that he had never been in nature like that where he was actually in he, tune yeah, with in it tune, yeah and he could he, he and so he said they walked out into this field of meadows and she's like check this out you know and she like walked out into this field of meadows and just had a bunch of flowers and a bunch of you know just stuff that grows out in, in an open space you know and as she's going through she's like swirling her hands around and as she's swirling her hands he said that he can literally see like the life force that was coming off of the flowers and stuff like that she was disrupting it but she was just kind of moving it you know as her hands were and he was just like it was the oddest thing he's like then we made our hike all the way up and he's like and then on the way down the sun was going down and you know we were kind of starting to come down and he uh said he was saying that uh as they're coming down they started noticing that it was the time when the flowers she's like they sat there at the meadow again and he said it was time when the flowers started closing for Uh the night and that their little life force thing that that it was it was starting to as soon as the flowers closed they stopped seeing that uh, you know the sun goes down a lot sooner i guess in in the mountains or whatever Mm -hmm. and and as the sun was setting that he's seen that and he's like that had never, he's like, and I, at that moment, I realized that I was one with all of this around me, right? And I thought, I found that very fascinating. I was like, right. I was like, wow, I was like, wow, you know, it was like, and, and he had, from that moment forward, he had an utmost respect, he said, for nature and for what nature stands for, you know? Yeah. And, and a full and underst- this and has an been understanding. been going on for thousands of years. Well, and the, the thing is, he's, he's, he found an understanding that everything has a beginning and everything has an end. And that was the, that was the, and even every day, he said, every day, everything has a beginning, everything opens and closes, you know? I think everybody, I think everybody should take a mushroom trip in nature just so they can kind of experience the, like the being one with nature and understanding some things like, cause it, it does it. 
on mushrooms, it kind of does open you up to things and you f- understand things more. Like it seems like even even when you're not trying to like be one with nature and you're just having fun with buddies and, in like a room setting watching TV or something and laughing about it, you all like get things on another level. Like you all understand the jokes way more and it's like funnier and then like it becomes an inside joke forever with the, with those people. That's let me tell you about subject B, right? Uh, let's call him uh, Phil. Uh, let's call him no. Let's call him Burn, right? And, <laughs> Just uh, let's call him Burn, and he uh, he was saying that uh, one time him and like four of his friends were they they were they didn't have nothing to do on Friday night, you know, so they all uh, ate some mushrooms, right? And they were sitting there, but at one point during the night, um, there was, he's saying that he looked up at the ceiling. And then all of a sudden, all of them started. Sorry. And then he, uh, you I can look up at, the ceiling and still talk in the like, microphone. Yeah. No. So it's a possibility. <laughs> or you can talk in the microphone I, and not look at the ceiling. I'm trying to look at the ceiling right now. No, but they were looking at the ceiling, I guess. And he said that they were all looking at the ceiling. And then all of a sudden, one of them just kind of pointed pointed out a shooting star, and the rest of them seen it. And then he said it's just kind of like the ceiling slipped away, and they all had like a a mass like a mass sighting, I guess, or a mass hallucination together, which, you know, I don't know how common that is in, in, in you know, when, when you do that, but he, he was talking about how they all seen the shooting star because they're just like, whoa, check that out, and it's all, boom, you know, and then there it goes, you know, just shooting across the sky. In the room in, in, in the in the, in the apartment, you know, they're talking about a second-floor apartment, so it's just like a ceiling kind of like we're here, but they were all, like, on the couch, and they stared at the ceiling long enough that they just – I guess they eventually imagined stars or the, you know, but yeah, there, but, uh, I'll tell you another one about subject, uh, let's see, subject S, I guess. This one was, uh, it was one of those ones where we were talking about the, the bad, the bad moments, right? Or a bad, a bad experience. And, uh, it got to, he said that it he, he started having a bad experience and the only thing he could do was really just pretty much embrace the chaos. So, he pretty much just said he tucked his arms behind his back and fell into the whirlpool and uh, he made it out alive and he said it was a hell of a ride, right? You <laughs> well, know? that's what happens <laughs> when people eat too much. Like, you got to, like, know yourself and you don't want to, like, overindulge because anything too much, like, you could take an aspirin for a headache, but if you take too many, you're, it's going to be your last headache. Well, life's all about balance, <laughs> right? But the good thing with mushrooms is that'll never happen on mushrooms. Like, that's the crazy part. Aspirins will kill you and everybody can buy that any age. But it, yeah, it's pretty like unreal, you can, right? You can never like the worst that'll happen if you take too many mushrooms is you'll throw up. Well, no, the, the the funny thing is, is you see all these uh, these commercials for all these medications and stuff, and all the side effects. They're like the side effects like actually outweigh the benefits. You're just like, <laughs> like you're like anal bleeding. What 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 is what is that? Leakage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Leakage. Leakage. Yeah. Sorry. What is that? You know. You're like. Would you guys like literally give this to kids? Like. You it's know, when like, you lactate from your yeah. butthole. <laughs> so I don't know if you have you guys ever heard of anybody or like watched the. Uh, um, God was a spirit molecule. It's about DMT, and then it was on Netflix. No, but I've heard so. you talk about it a lot. I don't think so. Yeah, I've told you about it. it before. Yeah, you've talked about it on the show before. I have, I have, and I was trying to get you to do some DMT. Yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but yeah. um, you know, when people do this, they all experience almost a, a lot of the similar trip. Like they all kind of have the same trip. Um, they see different things, but they experience, you know, going through this tunnel. Um, kind of going through different rooms and then ending with these weird little trolls or little dwarf things that are talking to each other. 
And I've experienced that as well when I've gone on these uh, trips. Did you experience that after knowing that that's what other people experience, or did you just experience it and then found out about it afterwards that that's what people experience? No. Does that um, make sense? Yeah. yeah. So I didn't. So when I had heard about this, I didn't really pay attention because I'm like, I'm going to experience my own thing. I'm not. Um, after experiencing my own thing and then rewatching that, I kind of was like, oh, I wonder if they're referring to this situation when this situation happened in mine. I'm like, okay, that makes sense that they were referring to this. So when they talk about these weird little dwarf creatures, sometimes they talk about them as these balls that are bouncing and talking to each other. Um, so but you heard about the dwarf creatures before you had your experience? Yes. And so when so, I, I mean, heard it these. It could be the power of suggestion. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay. Advocate I'm telling you, my always, I've never told you my advocate. experience yet. I'm telling you what I had heard about and then my experience, what I experienced. I didn't see balls bouncing or little dwarfs or anything like that. I didn't see any of that. Okay. Um, what I experienced at the end of mine was I was in a dark room and I kind of hear like this loud uh, spotlight turn on and it's kind of lit up and you know, the whole time your eyes are closed and you're in a meditation state. So um, I'm seeing light in the room, but everything is still dark. It's only lit up in the top and I can kind of hear something in a corner and then it sounds like water running, water trickling and like turkey gibberish. Like, <laughs> but then I hear something respond on the other corner. And they're just kind of responding to each other. So they're actually having a conversation. Yes. And so, but it's in some weird shit I don't understand. So anyways, I'm thinking, okay, I wonder if this is what people are referring to when they're talking about these things, talking to each other and whatever. Um, but I didn't experience that until probably the second or third time trying it. The first. Were you, were, were, what, what was your like? What was your location? Were you like? Were you in, in nature? Were you no, out no, in nature no. Like in a safe place, in an yeah. enclosed environment, in a room, in a room, in a in like a recliner, and you know, just quiet. It's a quiet room in a recliner. You know, lights on or off doesn't matter. My eyes are closed, and I'm in a, in a meditation state. It's just quiet. Um, and there's times when you're going through this tunnel thing and it feels really intense and where some people could probably feel like, oh, this is too much and want to open their eyes and end it all. Um, but you're completely conscious and I can tell myself, oh, this is only going to be like five minutes. This isn't that, you know, this is anything crazy. Yeah. And so I, I can like relax and enjoy what's happening. Um, you're not really falling from the ship, right? No, no. And then you're just like kind of, a, I'm here to absorb everything and see if there's anything but it, there's never anything like there's no new knowledge getting passed on to you in these trips that I've experienced. I've heard about people saying, oh, it felt like a whole lifetime passed by and all these things happened and I had all this greatness and now I'm a new person. No, it was nothing like so, that. Like the people that I've talked to uh, uh, that, that, I, that I spoke with, most of them told me that they, they, they did have a different, uh, a profound new way of looking at life as far as, uh, as, far as what reality really is, right? A perspective, I guess. I guess it would be more yeah. of a perspective. Right. It you just know, opens your mind say, up to more I, I'm possibilities. Say that they, they, they were saying that, oh, that this this saved my life and this made my life perfect. No, it's just it gave them the ability to see more of more of the circle instead of the square. Right. So check this out. The last time I put, I did a like a full send on on it. I seemed to. I, I actually saw these things. I actually went. I I don't. I was kind of like, hey, I want to like do enough to like. You know, a full send, but, you know, just a little bit more. Um, and then I did, and I seemed to go to that end where I told you I kind of ended up in this dark room. and like, After these things. the tunnel? Yeah. I didn't go through any of that. I went straight to that end spot. I went right to the end. Your save point? And actually, this was the weird part. You when respond. I, yeah. When I get there, it's Pew-pew. bright. It's bright. It's vivid. And these things that are talking to each other, they are also bright and vivid. They're like 
and there were like energy sparks of energy when they would talk and it was almost more it was more digital and synthesized sounding but still the turkey water gibberish but synthesized anyways that's the technical term turkey water gibberish yes you know i think (laughs) i I think i speak that yeah when i sleep (laughs) so anyways the way they would talk to each other they weren't physically there they weren't there wasn't something there but when they would like talk, it was like imagine glitter on a speaker on a subwoofer, and like when the subwoofer would hit, and the, the and it would kind of go up, kind of like in a pattern or like in a weird so, shape. Um, it would kind of do that, but it would like it would, like you could see the vibrations. Yeah, it was more vibra- of a yeah. vibration. It was, it was, and it would like make that more noise. A, re- a reverberation. Uh, yeah, reverb, yeah, right? yeah, more like yeah. a reverb. And then there's something would respond. There's nothing there, but when it would respond, you it would like show up in that glittery shit. So I've heard stories about that about the place like. Well, hold on. Know, there's yeah. more to this, but anyways. But wait, there's more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so stop cutting me yeah. off. Sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> so anyways, Jesus. Well, they were. It was more like they were mad at me. Like they were talking in a way that was pissed off that I showed up so fast. And they were like getting like the way it sounded was pissed. And I'm like, what did I do? What did I do wrong? And all of a sudden I'm out of there. I'm no longer there. And I'm just kind of here, like where I was. And I'm like, so my eyes are now like kind of open and I'm, like, I'm not going anywhere. I close my eyes again. And I'm not going anywhere. So I'm just like, and I was like the beginning of the, the trip. And I had done a little bit more than usual to get there. And so I'm like opening my eyes and everything's not, you know, in fractals. And so I'm just like trying to wait it out until it's, it's over so I can go out and be like, okay, uh, that, that one didn't work as much. It was a weird one, but it was so, it was super, super well, weird, f- but I couldn't like get it out of my head yet until that was like. Here, here's a thought. Okay. Maybe you're, so you're in a meditative state. Uh, maybe it's your spirit guides and they want to talk to you, but they can't because you've chemically altered your brain and it's mush and it can't think straight. Well, that would be hard to say that because you can think straight. It wouldn't straight. be hard. I just well, said no, no, it. So no, it would hard be hard. Say. Well, you've never experienced it. So I'm saying it's hard to say if you've never experienced it. Experience no, but it, I am you're reading in your, your energy. Right you're now, in your right? head and you're, uh, you're completely conscious. You're not like... You're not like weird. You're not like, oh, I'm high. You're not like that one bit. You're actually completely no. conscious. You're coherent 100%. Sounds like you amplified your bandwidth and that you were able to to expand your antenna, the power of your antenna, right? But it just seemed weird. that. So it was just funny that these things got mad that I just didn't – I bypassed so, everything. Like I'm, I skipped really the line. At the, like I went things. on so, a ride so and I skipped the line. Reading right your to the front. energy, <laughs> just by reading your energy right now, that's what I'm picking up on is your spirit guides are mad because you're doing things that they don't want you to do. See, and this was more to like. That's just my opinion. I mean, you can disagree with me all you want. I don't care. That's just kind no, of no, no. I'm thought, not disagreeing so. with you one bit. I, I just, just that's what I mean. I personally don't think that you need psychedelics to go to, into a state of meditation, or it's not going to magically enhance you spiritually by doing psychedelics during during not meditation. Magically, that's. I mean, that's almost what it kind of seems like people think is going to happen. I agree with the. The medical aspects where it can help cure addiction and other things like that. I've interviewed somebody about five years ago where they went to a rehab center in Las Vegas that was run by a DJ that uses ayahuasca to help people come off of their addiction. And I've looked into it or, you know, when I was interviewing the person and I wanted to know more about the experiences. And there was a lot of people that, you know, they used ayahuasca to get over their addictions and to kind of help heal things. And one of the videos I was watching, there was a dude that frequently goes to the Amazon. And I think he was saying that like they're the way they do it there. They're, they're, they're doctors. Doing, so the ayahuasca is like a seven to 10 hour 
Yeah. Well, they, they have DMT this whole drip. they have this whole ceremony a... that they do, and usually it's the doctor that's taking the ayahuasca, not the patient. And the doctor is this is what the dude said. So, um, no, everything I've was, seen, it was every, on that, the people go there to do it themselves. Well, yeah, that's the people that go there. That's not the people that live there. That's the people that this is their culture. This is what they do. This is the guy that's this guy that has lived with these people. Okay. Oh, okay. the healer, the healer, okay. the healer, right? the healer taking that trip for the healer, them. The healer uses the ayahuasca on themselves, and then they start doing the healing for the patient. It's not the patient that's taking the ayahuasca uh, in that in that culture. Interesting. Okay, um, I never heard of that. That's you. Uh, I can. That's the video I was telling you about the the World Science Fair, uh-huh. where they had the panelists. The one dude. That's how he said that tribe did it. And I'm all for using uh, things for medicinal purposes, but I don't think it enhances meditation in any way. I think you're just hallucinating or possibly having a bad trip. I don't know. I've never done it, and I never plan on doing it because I don't think I don't think it's necessary, in my opinion, for meditation. Not necessary, not at all, but uh, different when it comes to opening your mind. I think it can if you're doing it in a in a way to to try to open up to certain things like I think mushrooms would be kind of hard to I think mushrooms give you more of like an understanding of things but it'd be hard to meditate on that or use that to contact spirits in a way but I think if you microdosed it to where you're not tripping I think that would kind of I think you can enhance some things by um not doing it to trip out on the mushrooms but doing it to microdose to enhance certain aspects so, like, when we were at the Hatch Chocolate, uh, when we investigated that day, I wasn't tripping on shrooms or anything, but I had microdose. So, I'm not feeling them in any sense. I'm not feeling like I'm tripping in any way, but I did feel more open there, um, and I was able to feel a little bit more. Okay. So, you, you, you were but. These things that, that you guys feel, though, they're, they're vibrations, right? They're like... Energy, energy and vibrations. Yeah. vibrations, yeah. yeah. vibrations. It's, it's when I feel so energy, it's it, it, would, it would make sense that something like uh, something that enhances your ability to um, be responsive or reactive to vibration would enhance your ability to um, be a little bit more in tune with your environment, right? And in those situations where you put yourself, you are definitely... Um, Pretty much, you're ex- you're exploring an environment, searching for something like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I meditate. Yeah, no, meditation is is great. I'm telling you, uh, I've scared myself out of meditating. <laughs> so yeah, things got too real for me. Uh, but yeah. I don't I don't feel the need to use a substance to enhance that I, session. I, I, I don't I, think I think I think you can achieve the same thing without doing those things. To be honest with you, I think I've had worse worse. Uh, 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 worst luck medit- trying to meditate drunk you know like say I, I, I got off work and I said to at all. I, yeah, no, I, I tell myself hey I'm going to have a couple beers I'm after work you know and then I and still going through my whole yoga routine I or whatever definitely it was, not you know and that. then it was just like <laughs> and, then, and then I tried yeah and it was just kind of like every time I close my eyes I just feel woozy I was like this isn't going to work yeah you know but, it, it, but I, I agree I, I agree with you on that sense that it, you don't necessarily need an enhancer to because when, you, when, when you're doing when you're going to that to those depths you're going in there and into yourself, right? Well, and who's to say that, like, when you do these things and you meditate, uh, alcohol or psychedelics or anything, um, who's to say you're not just hallucinating? Who's How do you know that you're actually experiencing or having these experiences and you're not just having a trip and you're not just hallucinating? Hey, let's just, if you if it happens, it's real. Okay. My, <laughs> like, my you're thing still is having coming, experience, you know? It doesn't, look, I think it's just, it doesn't matter of who, who, who defines the reality, right? 
look, looking at it from a paranormal standpoint, um, like I do, because I've been doing this for damn near 10 years now. I've seen a lot of shit uh, on paranormal investigations. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, I'm not saying go out and, and, and it's not like you guys are saying either go out and, you know, do shrooms and go investigate. But, I mean, unless you're, like, in a controlled area and you're you're doing this, I mean, you could be opening yourself up for some kind of psychic attack from something like an inhuman negative entity. You just Absolutely. you don't know. I, I mean, I, I'd almost compare it to. I mean, I, I've talked about my opinion on spirit boards and how I think they're just another tool. It's just not a tool for me. Um, maybe psychedelics are just another tool for meditation. It's just not for me. I just think drugs in general can uh, uh, inhibit your, your your vessel to allow things to enter. Right? Like, okay, take for instance a meth head. Right, a tweaker. Oh, See, right? that, that, well, I, it's more well, like things leaving their body. I think it's more like, yeah, that's not a psychedelic, but I think it's more of like well, their own spirit leaving their yeah, body. Well, it, it, they, they, they feel more in tune with what's going on with around them, right? But at the same time, the rest of us look at it. They're crazy. Like I seen this lady uh, earlier, and my brother was like, oh, my God. I think I think I went to high school with that chick, and she's just over on the side of the road, just flip flopping around, and just like I'm like, man, poor girl, you know. But like, like but the, the the thing is, is yeah, I don't I don't think the the drugs necessarily. Uh, I think they 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 could they could allow any like they could allow adverse effects as far as you being able to be in control of your being, right? So I I wouldn't say that psychedelics would enhance a meditation. I would say it would alter the outcome of your meditation. And like, it could be good or it could be bad. I mean, there's there's a positive, there's an upside and downside to everything. Like I said, like I wouldn't do, uh, like trying to, like I said, meditating on mushrooms or like, and then when people like peyote, like you can't really meditate on that. They're going on spiritual trips. It's like they're completely out of their head. I've never tried like a peyote trip before. Um, so I don't even know what I that's hear they're like. Amazing. I'm not, I don't even know what that's like, but I know that they, when, when the natives use it, I mean, they're going on like journeys and they got to be a turn into a man when they come back. Like they got to, when yeah. they come back, they got to be different. Well, I mean, that's, that's all part of their culture. That's part of what they do. Like, I mean, but just hearing about what? some of these stories when they've gone on these adventures, when they talk not adventures, but these journeys, uh, it's the, like these go are ghost adventures. Of, <laughs> like you, you speak of culture, though, and a lot of like I know, like a lot of Norse, not a, a lot of Norse people, Viking people use a lot of mushroom for their, a lot of uh, well, wild even the, the their, first cavemans, like the Iceman, when they found him and thought him out and found he had a patch, a pouch full of different mushrooms, and some of them were psychedelics. And yeah, well, I think at that point it was just kind of like trial and error. You're like, you know, I think he knew. Yeah, he had a pouch I, full I, of. I, uh, at a certain point, yeah, I think he, he's like, okay, this one is going to give I me energy. I think they were hol- holistic. Yeah. I think they were for uh, like some for healing, some were for, for, for tripping. Tea and stuff yeah, so. Uh, probably doesn't eat the whole thing. Probably just takes well, nibbles of it. So enhancing uh, senses, even I, maybe not even the trip. Maybe maybe they knew about tapping into the psyche, into the personal psyche. You know, I think he, they and, have and for self healing. I think they've known about this shit for self healing for a long time. They have known you know? about this for tens of thousands of years. But you know, when they created our society, they nixed all that. You know, no 
this is not how you heal anymore. This is how you heal now. Well, it's when religion which, comes which, in. Cost which, which, <laughs> yeah. which, oh, we cost money. Yeah. Oh, well, you're using we had, we had nature to heal? You're using nature? Nope. <laughs> well, a lot of that has to do with like religion. When religion gets involved in things and they don't and, understand it or they don't want to understand it, And then it, it turns into corporations and the corporations find out they can make money. Well, no, they don't make uh, they don't make money off of healing you. They make money off of keeping you sick, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that that's the deal. Yeah, so like, they don't give you the good stuff. Yeah, no. Uh, you, they give you the anal bleeding. Exactly. Leakage. Yeah, the leakage. Leakage. Leakage, not bleeding, yes. It's when you lactate from your butthole. I went over this already. Bloody Tim, leakage. I hope they come up with a new medication Anal for bloody you, leakage. Yeah. I, I'm scared and fascinated by it. No, 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 I, I find that. that I'm just scared by it. I'm not fascinated by anal leakage. Just... No, no I, I find it funny, though, because like, you, they, they, you, you see them pushing all these medications and stuff, and then all of a sudden, years down the road, you see a commercial late night saying, did you take blah, 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 you know? Did you suffer from a heart attack? Did you know somebody that died from this? You know they'll never hear. Yeah. Did you suffer from anything from shrooms? No. <laughs> there's, yeah, I, there's a possibility, you know. Um, but th- that that's the thing, though, is that um, these guys, when, when it when it comes to the misunderstanding of the use of of actual medication, right? Uh, it it uh, if you got John Hopkins putting out, you know actual medical research on this stuff it, it you know it's time to start like op- listening and taking it for real you know so there was this new thing that we were just seeing that it's called maps and they're the ones that are doing this research on it i one thing i wouldn't think is any good when it comes to like tapping in would be lsd we didn't even mention that oh, yeah but i think that's mainly because it's man-made and that's just and it's more of like it's more of like a fun thing it's well, just laughing but it, it's not like you, even M- I don't think it's spiritual. We didn't even touch on MDMA either, you know, and MDMA is still considered one of those. It's not quite a hallucinogenic, but it's, or yeah, it's considered. Yeah, and I think they're doing more ketamine than they are MDMA, and I don't think ketamine is is that much of a. I don't I don't know. I haven't actually done ketamine. Ketamine is just the horse tranquilizer, right? Right. Yeah. I could imagine that that wouldn't be very fun. But they're yeah yeah. I know, yeah. huh? We're going to put you almost under. Just enough to where you're, like, loopy hey, as shit. Hey, my man, how do you feel about anesthesia? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Prescribed by a non-prescription doctor. You for know. horses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Knock my ass don't, out. Don't worry, Seabiscuit. We're going to be just fine. But, yeah, some of the things that they're doing is that, uh, ketamine and cambo, which is comes from frogs. Um, not the not the other f- toad, not the toad. It's okay, a frog. See, whenever you Licking say frog, yeah. I, so there's a frog and there's a toad. Frog is combo, and then the toad is uh, N E O M D. Is it M M E O D M T? It's M E O five D M T. Something like that. Yeah, but it's like D M T times ten. Yeah, and that, that's uh, that's just interesting. You know, and that's just licking a frog's yeah, butthole. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just, just like, kidding. <laughs> I like every time I talk and say something creative, I get this cool little chime. Jeez. Right. Yeah, keep it down. It's Sorry, magical. <laughs> Sorry. but uh, That's what it sounds like when you're on a trip. <laughs> yeah, when you lick frog butt. <laughs> you hear magic ringing. So, yeah, you hear but a lot that's something that toad. Mike Tyson's all about, though. Mike Tyson is all about the toad. So in the, 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 um, he's he's changed. So he's talking about how there's yeah he has changed and he but he's he's become more spiritual he's become, yeah, and, and more, more humble, more, more humble, humble his, way more humble, more humble in his in his older age, right? That's the thing is, but um, that's opened him up a lot to like people's emotions and their their ideas and their thoughts and like how they feel compared to just the way he used to be and just like i don't give a shit 
No, and uh, well, is that well, a recent it, thing? Because like I know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been just, in the last I mean, couple of years. It yeah. would make sense because I mean, I read that the only reason why he did the Hangover movie is because he was addicted to cocaine and he needed money to buy it. Yeah, but that was like a good ten years ago. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, so I well, mean, I've heard we all grow at our own rate, I guess. Sometimes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've heard great things about ayahuasca and how it helps people overcome addiction. So I'm like, I'm not opposed to this stuff for medical purposes. I I think honestly, right now one of the one of the biggest things that we fight in this country is depression, and I don't think that it gets talked about enough. And I don't think that it's really like, because there, there's a real big stigma around it. You know, like um, I I personally I think I, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I have a stigma about seeing a therapist or you know telling anybody else my business and stuff like that. But like with uh, treatment like this with with like microdosing uh, uh, mushrooms or uh, anything like that, like you were talking about the ketamine and all that stuff. Like I think, th- like it, I think one of the most overprescribed medications is antidepressants. And when you know what the side effects is to an antidepressant is suicide, suicidal yeah. thoughts. You know, like so you got on antidepressant because you're sad, and now your side effect of your side of, of your of your antidepressant is that you might kill yourself. You know, like I never heard anybody that wanted to kill themselves after going and doing an ayahuasca. Right, uh, nobody. Trip. You never yeah. hear any yeah. of that. Um, and like, uh, what was I gonna say just now? Yeah, uh, shit, I lost my track track of thought just now. With all that chiming over there. Sorry. <laughs> You've lost the, it so I much. I lost my you, chime of thought. Train of thought. My chime of thought. Oh away. my goodness. You've lost it so much you don't even know what the saying is. <laughs> oh shit. But uh oh yeah, we were talking about healing and oh shit, what was it? That damn it, I just totally lost everything I just was about to say too. I don't know. I'm not in your brain. Yeah, I wish so you'd I get in there more. I, I, I know you do. <laughs> Go deeper. <laughs> I, that's what happens when you pick your nose, but you know, like, no, I uh, let it all of the air out. No, <laughs> no I've uh, deflated my like, brain. Yeah, I, I think we still have a lot to learn about um, as far as the mind and, and and the ability to heal the mind. You know, because um, like I didn't, I never thought that like uh, it, that depression was like a, a real like a real disease. You know, I just I just always seen it as as something that was just kind of uh, a side effect of it was just like you just being choosing to be sad right and in most cases i think uh it, it it's it, it really it, people are really living i remember what i was going to say now when it comes to the mind altering and uh a lot of people lately have been telling me you know what i think you have like add or adhd or hdtv and i'm like it's 4k it's dope right <laughs> but anyway so fascinating but ones do, like, you know? <laughs> but i'm like i've never been diagnosed for it before and i'm like if I do, then what are they going to do? Just give me some kind of shitty drugs that I'm going to take, and it's going to turn me into a zombie if I do take it. I don't even know if I want to try that. So here's the thing with modern medicine is the modern medicine has extended the life, our, our lifespan, right? Uh, technically, you can live longer now because of modern medicine. But at the same time, it seems like every time I go to the doctor, hell, I'm only 40-something years old, you know? And every time I go to the doctor, he's trying to push a new pill down my so throat. You put know? a new yeah. finger in your butt. Yeah, well, pretty much. Might as well. He's putting – he's literally – You can only to, do a new one he's, 10 times. So, yeah. <laughs> you got Nine 10 years. Times. Like, hey, man, this is getting a little Nine out times. of control. No, but in, in reality, like, he's trying to push a new medication, whether it be a blood pressure medication or a liver medication. He's always trying to push something new onto me, right? And I'm, I'm always thinking to myself, well, do I need it? Do I really need it? Or, like, you know, because if my, if, I'm a firm believer that anything your body naturally produces,
produces, you stop naturally producing if you introduce it uh, synthetically, you know, and uh, and that's why that's one of the reasons why insulin is. I think insulin is such a it's a lifesaver for some people, but the same the same people same people, it could be a, a slave you know a slave driver because if you don't have it, you die, you know. Right. But and you don't produce it no more because you started introducing it synthetically, you know. I never thought of that way. Yeah, yeah so when and, you're and introducing I, that, and shit. that's why I like. I feel like they were always trying to push something new, and like, uh, and so most of the stuff, like I said, that we were talking about has uh, side effects, right? And mm-hmm. like the doc, when the doctor starts reading you off, he's like, "Yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna <coughs> make your liver uh, start. It's gonna regenerate your liver." And you're like, oh, "That's great. Why is my liver already regenerating?" Well, it is. Because you're gonna make not it a faster, starfish. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if you introduce cannabis, yeah. it will, but they won't tell you that. <laughs> that's a whole different topic for I guess a whole other day. I that's guess. a whole other kind of healing. Yeah, well, the, the, like the, the but I just still think that it's fascinating that these guys are able to um, be able to go into their 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 psyche though and and, and their body and stuff and heal heal themselves. Right, know, which is I think that's way dope. Like hearing about that was pretty. Well, and I, I remember I heard uh, one time I was talking. They were talking about when they were using cancer or marijuana. To, uh, I think it was Rick Simpson oil. And they're talking about using that to heal uh, cancer. And they're talking about the way, the, like the simplified way of explaining it is pretty much saying that they're pretty much going in there and getting the cancerous cells freaking uh, all the other, or all the cells around the cancerous cells high. So they're not letting the cancerous cells take them over. And they're just kind of like, hey, man, those guys look kind of good. We should eat them, you know? And then <laughs> Are they you guys as hungry as I am? <laughs> yeah, like, hey, bro, is it me or those black cells over there look like Pringles, you know? And then I guess they just go over there and eat them, right? And then that's how the, 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 the tumor starts to. To, to you know to start getting smaller and stuff because the other cells start consuming it you know because the, the they got the are, munchies yeah they got the munchies I get <laughs> yeah, and I, I found that fascinating I was like I was like wow I was like isn't nature something incredible right the the, the beauty of nature itself is that everything has a beginning everything right and an how end, how crazy is that that these plants were made illegal. Like, because there's no money in the government for them. Exactly. They can't control it. They well, cannot. I, I, and it's like, oh, i got to be so secretive to do these natural growing items that have zero side effects. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I, 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 if I'm, I think tomatoes cause inflammation. So Yeah, we heartburn. Should, yeah, we heartburn. Should, we should probably do something about the tomatoes, man. Yeah, asparagus causes gout. Hey. Oh, see, hey, hey, down, down with asparagus. Yeah, right. 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 But I love asparagus. No. Yeah, do you want gout? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, see, now, now we're just living world in, the, in a world of huh. fear. There, Turkey right? meat. You want? When I got yeah. the Pork. list of everything I should Red do meat. for gout, I was like, yeah, I'm eating all of this. Yeah, all of it. I eat on a regular. <laughs> Yeah. Um, sorry, we kind of uh, went, went away from our. But yeah, uh, our psychedelics, subject. man. But, abs- but absolutely. For meditation, I, think, I don't recommend. For, I think, but for uh, as far as medical uh, medical healing and stuff like that, medical healing's great. Yes, uh, meditation. I think, I think if done in small amounts, like experimenting and finding yourself and finding things like doing something different, knowing that okay, I'm not doing enough to cause hallucinations but i'm going to alter the way i'm meditating to see if some if i get a different outcome um and just applying that but not necessarily going and doing it every single time and then that's like all you do well i I think self-discovery is probably the 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 main thing here right like uh you you always want to be able to uh expand your horizons you know and uh i'm I'm a firm believer that you you always want to get full perspective before you before you move before you move on anything you always want to get full perspective and 
uh, my me truly, I, I believe that the only way to get full perspective is to actually be in touch with other people that can help you surround the whole thing. So that way, you know, you have a full perspective. But some people do it alone and they do it the same way, you know, the same way. And it's just by full spectrum on the inside of themselves. But some people need self-discovery and uh, I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for personal growth. And if that's what if that's what they need to do, you know, like uh, you get to a certain point where you just kind of plateau. Right. Especially when you're. um like when you're talking about uh, growing spiritually, you get to a point where you kind of hit a, a plateau and you're just kind of like, there's got to be something right. bigger than that. Because right? like when I'm, when I have experienced, you know, DMT and going on these journeys and then me- meditating and kind of just doing the same thing every time I meditate going, okay, let's see if there is more to it. If there's, if I can get more out of the meditation by not doing a full trip because then that's a full trip. I want to just... Do a small amount and then meditate and see what kind of, not necessarily answers, but what comes out of it, pretty much. Um, And then coming out of it, it was just a little bit of uh, enlightenment, I would say. Just kind of like, that's really all it was, is just a little bit of enlightenment. Um, Not much like I'm getting answers of everything. I'm not, nothing was answered for me. (laughs) But but just getting a little bit of... uh, opening to 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 thoughts well and, and in some cases it could be opening and in some cases it could be closure right so, uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, i mean yeah. if i if somebody needed closure to something so this is one of the other things i was thinking about was you know trying to tap in if somebody was saying okay i want to uh you know hopefully i can you know talk to a certain family member get that kind of a closure or, or knowing that that family member is okay and uh you know not getting much out of their normal meditations or trying to get answers and then you know, maybe it is a little hallucination, but they could get some kind of a closure answer or something came to them in that meditation state by altering it a little bit. Or or you can go deeper into a state that you've already that you've already encountered. Right. Because I uh, there's different levels of of how of, of the in between. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think I, so, too. I think there's, there's different, different areas different you levels, can go yeah, to there's different levels. Like I told you, the one point where it gets to the level where I well, it got to you're the level in Mordor. Where, where I got to the level where I like touch was I was able to touch my face and it it, it it scared me. It did. It scared me. You know, I was like, whoa, that that really is you. You know, and I was like, um, I don't know, man. <laughs> like you know, but but it, it was it was definitely a. I a, never a made great, it to Middle uh, Earth before. That, see, that, like, I don't know about Middle Earth, but I know I've been stuck in the in between before, where I'm just kind of like in between asleep and reality, you know. But and like you know how you're talking about the pixelations and the wavelengths and all that stuff. And that's pretty much what it was like. I was just kind of like, and I was doing everything I could to throw myself at my body to try to come back and, you know, um, to come to snap back into reality. It actually took my wife coming over and actually waking me and uh, shaking me and that kind of like. Then I jolted out of it and I was like, oh my god, I've been trying to get out of that for like the last fifteen twenty minutes. I'm just glad like, you didn't go to the upside down well yeah i don't i don't know what the upside down would be like but i know that that's between, where the demogorgons live yeah they'll eat your no, face but, no but in between was something different though because like the dogs were like people were th- things were going on around me and i could see them but it was more of a, of a vibration than uh, and, um, a silhouette of what was going on instead of an actual detailed picture of what, of what you know it was it was different for sure i remember swiping my hand like this and i remember seeing like me cutting through the air like it looked like like me cutting through like little lego blocks but they all kind of moved back into place after i moved my hand you know it was it was definitely different and i was like well i was like yeah uh, meditation so okay get anyway. this get this when you're dreaming they say that is your 
pineal gland releasing DMT. Um, they, so they say that the only time that the pineal gland releases DMT is the time of birth and then the time of death. Uh, but they're also talking about maybe that's what's creating your dreams is it's leaking small amounts and you're seeing these dreams pretty much. You're putting these uh, pictures of your thoughts together and creating dreams with because it's producing that. Um, so yeah, that that could be uh, you're, you're, you're like you're right. You're in your in that in between. So when when you're talking about moving your head and things are moving around, there's times where like going on a full trip on DMT and you're going through these rooms, and as you're going through these rooms, things are kind of like moving out of your way, and you go through it, and then they kind of slide back into place. Um, so that's kind of what that reminded me of. So that's kind of like thinking of that. Yeah, and, the, and, and that, that was to me. I was just kind of like, well, I've, I've never been in that deep of a state where I was kind of like. You know, and so that, you're probably saying, releasing all sorts of. Oh, well, that's that's probably and that, that was one of the things I was like, okay, and I remember that day I was extremely extremely tired though I remember and like the breathing though the breathing definitely is what gets you there right and you're, it's you almost hyperventilate yourself to that point right, but yeah it was uh it was definitely an interesting. So you're depriving thing. your body of oxygen. Uh, it kind of happens that way, I guess, but it, which yeah, can cause hallucinations. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course they. Uh, I guess you could say that, but you know, uh, meditation, is, the breathing is part of meditation, right? It is, as long as you're breathing. Yeah. If you're no, not you breathing, hold, not, you're I, not I, meditating I think, anymore. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think you're just. I think at that point, you're just holding your breath, right? You're like. If you don't come out, I'm going to hold my breath till you turn blue. That's how I meditate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hold my breath till I pass out. God damn it, spirit guide, you better say something. <laughs> say something or else better I'm going to go me. blue. Yeah. Uh, cut your beard. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, my guides yeah, yeah. would never say yeah. that. Oh, that one. They live in his beard. I know, right? They come out of his beard. The little duendes you were talking about, the little the little uh, munchkin the, gremlin the gremlins. Yeah. yeah. They live in the beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, should we call that an episode? Probably. Is there anything else we need, should touch on? I'm going to touch you. Well, that's after the episode. All right. If you y'all can go back to hug you know when I leave, we will. <laughs> yeah, we should get out of here so we can get back to that yeah. quicker. <laughs> okay. Thanks uh, for listening to the episode. Hey, everybody. thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate Share it. this episode with your friends because it's a fun one. A um, lot of interesting stuff in this episode. Tell your friends about all of our podcasts and how they can reach us on social media at evp.pod at Instagram or Facebook. And if you have a story you'd like to share with us, uh, like the relative of Lee Silver Shapiro, you can email us at gmail, uh, evp.pod at gmail.com. Uh, also, if you're looking to buy new ghost hunting equipment, you can go to our affiliate link, which is found in our link tree, uh, to go stop. That's where we buy all of our gear. Well, everybody, thanks for listening or watching. Go see don't play that. Peace out, all butterflies. Right, have a good night, guys. Did you just cut off my... Yes, butterflies. You son of a... (laughs) This is the EVP Podcast.